Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. According to the latest uh, index of global uh, global brands, Apple has reclaimed its spot as the most valuable brand in the world. Google came second with uh, Amazon third. There was only one European brand in the top 10, Louis Vuitton or Vuitton depending on how you pronounce it. But with soaring inflation and spending power eroded, will the shine come off some of these brands? Well, let's speak to Martin Guerrera, the global head of Kantar Brand Z or Brands. Good morning, Martin. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Not too bad. Is it Brands or Brand Z? It's Brand Z, actually. Brand Z. Oh, you have to do the American way, of course. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, So let's start with Apple uh, and why Kantar's uh, index found it to be back on top. Yeah, well, as you say, the the global top 100, which we published today, has grown by a massive 23% uh, year on year to $8.7 trillion overall. Um, And just to give you a bit of background on that, that number is equivalent to just over 9% of the world's total GDP. So it's an astronomical number. Um, But you're certainly right. Apple is back to number one. Um, The brand has grown and posted 55% growth year on year. And it's an incredible brand, as we all know. I'm talking to you on my iPhone now. Um, What Apple has done very successfully is built a very different brand. So we perceive the brand to be extremely different. And they've successfully diversified that brand across a number of different highly successful products. So we talked about iPhone obviously iPad as well. But more recently, the iWatch has had a successful year. But um, Apple Music, Apple News, all of those things have contributed to a very, very successful year for Apple. It's a brand that you'll never find on sale. It's a brand that justifies a price premium. And that's the other side of brand that we don't often talk about. We talk about brand as as a means of driving volume, of driving demand. But strong brands can certainly justify uh, customers and consumers being willing to pay a higher price. And Apple is, is the embodiment of that. They're well on the, the pathway to becoming the world's first trillionaire brand, in fact, which is a, a crazy, a crazy thought. And I mentioned that uh, Google came in second, then Amazon came in third. I just wondered whether um, the soaring inflation and the cost of living might take the sheen off these brands. But it appears as if there's some sort of market has developed between the expensive brands that people will continue to pay for, irrespective of their spending power, and the rest. Yeah, it's a really interesting point. And as you say, both of those brands have had uh, a good year again. Um, both of those brands, again, um, following up the points on Apple, have, have successfully diversified into a range of different sectors and offers. Um, both Google and Amazon have had very successful years in the world of B2B as well with Google Cloud and Amazon Web Services is um, pro- providing ever an ever greater proportion of Amazon's total profits. So, and yet, there, and yet there is a gap between um, between those expensive brands and those other brands that that simply aren't growing. There is a, appears to be that kind of gap in the market, or a bifurcation at least. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing. A, I think it's an interesting point, and we're seeing a, a redefinition of value. Um, and I think value to consumers when times get tough doesn't always mean cheap. So, you know, value can mean brands actually delivering on their promises. So if a brand can actually still deliver quality and still deliver what we would term meaningful difference for a slightly higher price, that could be a way of actually saving money in the longer term. I think we're all aware of the old adage, buy cheap and pay twice. And that's absolutely um, the case when times when times do get tough. No British brands in the top 10, no Japanese brands, no German brands in any of the top categories, which surprised me. I thought maybe a German brand uh, might be in the car category, but Tesla got that. 
Yeah, Tesla's had a fantastic year. Um, I mean, again, Tesla's grown by a huge amount, 78% brand value increase year on year. And, and that brand accounts for the majority of growth that we've seen within automotive. But a number of automotive brands have seen um, strong growth this year and a number of, of German brands within that as well. So VW, um, Mercedes has had a good year. But going back to the point around value, Aldi has actually broken into our global top 100 this year. So, you know, there are some brands that are operating at generally lower price points and lower margins that have had a good time of things. And again, it comes back to are they delivering meaningful difference to the target market? versus and, their competitors. If they can do that, they're, they're set up for success. And where a brand comes from internationally or what country it comes from doesn't seem to matter that much these days either. It's just, it's global recognition. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, some of the brands you mentioned earlier have successfully, um, again, diversified into different markets. Yeah, but they're all Probably American. Is, yeah, a number of them are, but we've seen some successes for um, brands from other markets too. So a number of Chinese brands have been successful this year. So BYD, the electric car manufacturer, Leaning, um, an apparel brand, and Nongfu Spring, a water brand. So I think what we're seeing this year, if we look at the ranking as a whole, um, we're seeing that with the right strategy, with the right level of investment, with the right level of effort to understand how consumer needs are changing, it's possible to find and unlock growth across a range of markets and a range of categories as long as your strategy and, and investment is right. Okay, Martin, thank you so much for that. That's Martin Guerrera, the uh, global head of Cantar Brand Z. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.